1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 929. Sketch 1,112. Animalistic. podcast um this is a sketch <laughs> alistair it, well, is your connectivity going to be good enough to cast you in this as bob i'll I'm give hoping. it a go laura i think you are lending yourself to carol uh, mm-hmm. and i'll make simon do the sound effects excellent and awesome. I'll, I'll do shit all okay we'll be in touch thanks so much for coming in bye-bye well he was a disaster <sighs> Tell me about it. He was not cut out to work in conservation, I fear. I honestly don't know what the worst part was. Probably when he said that Peter and the RSPCA should merge to become P-E-C-A. Because not only would that stand for People for the Ethical Cruelty to Animals, but it sounds like dick. I actually thought that was kind of cute. Sure, Carol, cute. And how about when you asked him to provide his right to work in the UK and he showed you his hunting licence? Well, he'd come prepared and I'll give him that. Maybe he needs it to go on hunt protests. Whilst wearing his snakeskin trousers? Probably not endangered snakes, I'll let him off. Perhaps he thought it was fake. He may not have had time to check. I think he's quite a thorough person. He brought his own chair to the interview. Yeah, I agree that was a bit odd, but harmless. Odd? It was solid ivory. He was still carving it in the interview. Oh, I missed that. Missed it? It had two massive tusks as arms and a poorly stuffed elephant's face as a footrest. Took four guys to bring it in. And those four guys were wearing fur coats with t-shirts underneath that said, I shot a penguin. I assume that was a joke. What's the joke? Just penguins? Everyone hates penguins, like, a bit. Hang on, then. What was it about him that you didn't like? Oh, the idioms. What do you mean? Oh, you must have heard. Kill two birds with one stone. Grab the bull by the horns. Shooting fish in a barrel. I found them offensive. Carol? Yes? Are you actually mental? Mental with being offended? I can't believe this, Bob. Are you telling me you didn't want to throw up when he said a whole new kettle of fish? Why would it? It implies he put fish in a kettle. At least twice. It's a phrase, Carol. They're not real fish. Are they real kettles? What? It... No! I'm certain that saying those things is fine. And I'm certain he's basically Pol Pot. Fine. The important thing is, we both agree he's not the man for the job. Whether that's for proper reasons or rank insanity. Mm, What should we do then? Should we advertise again? Maybe. But I've got some other ideas. You wait. There's more than one way to skin a cat. He deserved that. A filthy pig. (gasps) I can't say that. Simon, phenomenal sound effects there. I like it how you also decided to do the death of the character. That's right. Alistair couldn't handle it. I wasn't quick enough to get in with my little... He wasn't ready. Simon is a pro. Yeah, I mean, I was going for like a silencer on the shotgun because, you know, why not?
<laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not, indeed. Yes. Um, Lovely. So you wrote that sketch, Laura, at least version one. Mm-hmm. This is, this is mm-hmm. the, yeah. the tweakerized version. Any, any y- comments? Y- y- really? Fair enough. No, it was a sketch. There we go. My gift to you is one version of this sketch that has been tweaked. Fair enough. Now, it's actually a good question. I think we might have discussed it at the time. P-E-T-A. Do people call that Peter or Petter? I've always Well, I think in the it. UK people say I've always Peter, heard it but Peter. it's Petter in the States. No idea what it is in America. I don't think I've mm. ever really heard it said out loud. And have we got any animal stories? <laughs> <laughs> Richard, you've got... That's quite a good one. You've had several cats. I've had several cats. Anything weird happen with your cats? Oh, this is a story. I just thought, before I was born, my family lived in a house that backed on to a canal. Mm. And we had a cat that went missing. And one day, a neighbour popped their head over the fence. Let's imagine it's a five-foot tall fence. Popped their little head over and went, I found your cat. Mum, delighted. Amazing. And they held up a frozen dead cat (laughs) that they fished out of the canal. (laughs) Frozen. Wow. Mm. Wow. Wow. Mum was like, mm, great, thanks. I think they may have just tossed it over the fence. <laughs> so Mum's now got a frozen dead cat to bury. She's buried a lot of cats in her life, in fairness to her. I buried yeah. a cat once. Have you? My parents' cat um, got missing. Got missing? That's that's it. That's an idiot. Let's, let's, let's say got that. Mi- got, got missing. <laughs> <laughs> Went missing, yeah. yeah. And um, there was some notes around and this would be when i was back at right. my parents house but i was working i was doing mm. some work in a burying cats no well in a very him. uninteresting job in town going door to door there was a phone call from someone say oh i think we found your cat I'm like, oh that's good no not really it's on the side of the road it's been knocked over it's dead but we think it's yours yeah. and mm. my mum said right well rich before you go to work tomorrow can you go and check it's our cat and then collect it so I had to go in like a suit, uh, like <laughs> it's only what the cat deserves. Seven, it's quarter seven in the morning down to. Were the you in a hearse? Roadside. <laughs> it was pouring with rain, and I had a spade and a, and a oh, bag. God. And I had to pick it up and then drag it back like a kind of Victorian, <laughs> I don't know, hobbledehoy, and deliver the cat back to my parents, and then get on the bus and go to work, covered in bits of dead feline. Oh, God, that's Drenched, so grim. Drenched to the skin. That's so grim. And then what happened? Did, did you bury it? Was it your cat? It was our cat, as far as I can tell. But I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, yeah, it got buried. I can't remember if I buried it or not. But I had to go and get it. Mm. I know that much. I was helping my dad clear out the village pond, as, as we I go. sometimes dragged into <laughs> doing once a year. It's uh, a very nice pond in that village. It mm. is, it is. I mean, it was a lot nicer before they got the ducks in, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> um, and yeah, was helping do that. There was just sort of a carrier bag in the middle of the pond, which I sort of eventually waded all the way over to go and grab and picked it up and out popped two or three dead kittens, which was quite Oh, depressing. come on now. Yeah, it wasn't nice. Um, that's really great who's like drowning kittens now <laughs> no, that's so 2002 ago, so <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it's i didn't think anyone drowned cats now well as i say it was 30 years ago so yeah um, all right fair know. enough how old so how old were you 
Uh, I would have been about 10 or something like that. Oh, and just around the back of 10 cats! Yes, so no, you've you've never seen someone run out of a pond quicker from sort of waist-length deep water. My dad picked them up with a spade and chucked them in the hedge of the house next to the pond. Oh, because that's better! (laughs) (laughs) Presumably they found them at some point in the future. Oh, God. Cat corpses. Wasn't nice. That is grim. Yeah. Oh. Um, did but you... let's say maybe they died of natural causes and they were just disposing <laughs> of the bodies. Let's say that. Three at once. I mean, asphyxiation is a natural cause. Oh, don't. No. I don't know how much listeners want to hear about dead cats. No. Um, I wasn't sure I should bring it up. Uh, but... <laughs> uh, right. Well, listeners write in about cats you have known who have... <laughs> And their demise. Grim end. We love cats. Well, Rich and I love cats. I don't know about Alan Simon. Do you love cats? I'm slightly allergic, so. Are you? Mm. Why we haven't got one? I get on with them okay on a one-to-one basis, but I loathe them as a species. Interesting. (laughs) Same as humans. Exactly. One Thousand Sketches in One Thousand Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Laura Taylor, Alistair Turvitt and Simon Tui. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.